The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. I love gold! Pillow Talk with Franklin and Uncle Howard The same Unanimous Podcast Pillow Talk with Franklin and Uncle Howard We drive a Mazda Miata We get so many babes We don't need to show you the proof We get so many babes So come and listen to our show as it's beginning right now for you bad heads. You wanna play 21? I got- Welcome everybody to the newest episode of Pillow Talk. We are here in our king size bed that smells normal by the way. I'm your boy Franklin. As always, I got my <sighs> esteemed Uncle Howard. From now on, you will call me King Howard. That is not gonna fly. That is not going to fly. I am sorry, Howard. The king of what? The The king king of what? The king of Wikifeet? The king of Wikifeet. Uh, On Wikifeet, Uh, how many members have you been lionized by in in Wikifeet? For those that don't know, lionized uh, and Wikifeet, if you reach a certain amount of clout, you get lionized by the the brotherhood. So how many do you have? I've got... I'm the one who founded the lionizing system, for one, so <laughs> I do have 1,000, and that might wow. not sound like that much, but you get one lionization for every 10,000 contributions you make to Wikifeet. <laughs> that is absurd. That is absurd. Anyway, this ain't your Nana's podcast, so if you're a Nana, hit the bricks, go buy some Alpha Brain from Joe Rogan, because this ain't for you. This ain't the show for you, all right? Nana's, there's only one place for you, and that's out the door. Damn right. Give him the boot, Howard. Give him the Give boot. Give him the boot, the yeah. roots, the Nana's. <laughs> you know, I was talking to our friend General Electric the other day. Great man. And great man. And, you know, he was ready to do his morning routine. Siphon power off from some low, you know, from the top of the, uh, I guess, with the, the power lines there and hook us up. Give us a little bit of juice. That's how we bring the show to you. So, unfortunately, wasn't able to, you know, fully pay the bill, so he wants a plug, and he wants us to disclose one of his burner phones, so uh, I guess I'll read out loud his burner phone later in the episode, you know, this is what we have to do to keep the lights on here. We're not the Doughboys, everybody. We don't have endless money for Cafe Press t-shirts they sell. We're not, burn? we're not made of money. Like we're not made of money. Like robot boy who generates his own <laughs> bitcoins out of his head. <laughs> Maybe, you know, he, Nick Weiger says he can suck his own dick. Is that just code for that he could make his own bitcoins? Is that how the robot, uh, is that how he operates? I don't know well, shit about bitcoins, so how does it work, Howard? You're the genius. He says he can do that, huh? <laughs> okay, you're focusing on the wrong thing here. Well, I don't. I, let's let me talk about this a little bit because I've, <laughs> I've only heard one episode of their show. <laughs> right, that's the right amount. Yeah, it was enough. But uh, this Weiger kid, he doesn't seem like a real live wire. He doesn't seem like he's he's gonna try to suck his own dick. But you don't he, think so? 
No, but if he does, then all I gotta say is, now suck someone else's. <laughs> hey, put your money where your mouth is. You know, not even that. Put, put someone your else's dick, dick where your, where your mouth, mouth is. God damn. That is, that's like a new slogan almost. <laughs> put your money where your mouth is, question mark. And it's like a WWE t-shirt with that yeah. unnecessary vicious font. Put your money where your mouth is, question mark. And then the back, the largest purple font, you know. Put your dick and put someone's i forgot it <laughs> i forgot it, it put someone's dick where your mouth where your is, mouth is there we like go yeah, there we'll, we go we'll catch it on the re- Weiger, re- see we're not enemies of the doughboys we love mitch you know he's a friend of the show friend of uh, the show Welcome we're giving him here anytime anytime we're giving him a t-shirt idea how can they be mad at us how can they be mad we just give him a million dollar t-shirt idea that's a lot better than the doughboys won't be bought you know like that's a solid idea. I'm sorry, you know. So, I'll, I mean, I won't apologize for for giving them great ideas for free, you know. I, I'm willing to put our differences aside mm. if the Doughboys want to formally endorse us. Yeah, us you know, which is overdue. Their Patreon. <laughs> Hook it up. Hook it up with some Patreons, man. Some patrons. Christ. Anyways, Howard. Uh, what movie are we watching tonight? As always, you know, me and Howard, we share a bed. We share a brotherhood. A king-size bed. King-size bed. We share an uncle-nephew relationship. That's the most uh, find. Unnatural. I leave that space empty there so I could play the Emperor Palpatine clip. Unnatural. I'll play it again. Unnatural. Anyways... What movie are we watching today in the king-size bed? What do you got on the... You got a Blu-ray or Ultraviolet? No, 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 no. This is on an old VHS. Oh, great. I got it made custom that way. Great. You get a lot of things made custom from a lot of different websites. I do. I'm a, I'm a collector of many things. <laughs> if that's how you want to that's how you want to make and yourself seem. help others collect other things. Okay. Well done. So what movie are we watching? Well, this movie blew my mind the first time I've seen it, and it's blown my mind every time since. It's got a deeper message than you might think. <laughs> What's it's, that? It's called Fight Club. Oh, Fight Club. His name was Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson all along. <laughs> it was the twist in the That's movie, the right? That's the twist. That <laughs> is the twist. Wow. A dream within a dream, Robert Paulson. So what is the, the larger theme you were talking about here? There's that the juicy twist There's that Tyler Durden, is, that Edward Norton is actually uh, Brad Pitt the whole time. Yeah, there was never a Brad Pitt at all. No, it was if, in his head. If only that was real life. <laughs> no, he's not Johnny Depp. Yeah, well, who can tell anymore? Who can tell anymore, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know... If someone like Mark Marin got, uh, I don't want to say it, like if he, if some Me Too's came out from him, who's gonna deny that one? You know, Brad Pitt has clout. George Clooney has clout. You know, they can't, they can't be taken down by just one or two. They would need I, a, an army. Are you saying they're Me Too proof? They are Me Too proof. They are Me Too. Absolutely, those three. I don't know who the third one is. It's Brad Pitt, George Clooney, and the other oceans. You um, know, Matt Damon. Matt Damon, yes. <laughs> there you go. Ben Affleck got a little got a little damn. Well, he was in Oceans there. There we go. I just assumed they were all. It was Casey, though. I apologize. The movie I'm picking is actually Casey, related. definitely not an innocent. Not innocent. Uh, the movie I'm picking is Crank 2. 
by high Neville voltage. Demon Taylor. High voltage, that's right. You got to keep shocking himself. Yeah. So, Crank 2, I mean, it's a fine movie. He had to keep shocking himself in that one to uh, continue to live. They you fuck know? on a horse track. He had to fuck Amy Smart on a horse track. And one of our questions from our fan, and just a great guy in general, you know, this guy Rich, I mean, he opened my eyes to so many things, and I feel bad for not implying that he was a horn dog necessarily, but it, he knows so much. Like the girl from Churches, that young lady, she's with Justin Long. I didn't know that. Uh, this one comedian is with uh, uh, Alexis Novak. I thought she was super hot. Turns out she's not hot. She's dating a Maroon 5 guy. So, like, uh, not that hot, but no. No, I'm just joshing. Uh, you can have sex with any Maroon 5 guy. Uh, you know, oh, I know. How I heard big. I'm a big fan of Maroon 5, and <laughs> I love that song that they've done with, uh, what's her name? The New York Gal. The New York gal. I don't know who you're talking about, unfortunately. She's a, a rapper, and she's from New York. Cardi B? There she is. That, that's her? I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Rich asks us, can you talk who's about the guy? women who's... Rich is on Twitter, job for a heffa. I never quite understood his handle, but he's a great hmm. guy. Right. Uh, yeah, smart man. Smart man. He knows everything about babes. Like, you know what, everybody... Tweet job for a heifer. That's his Twitter handle. If you have any questions about like babes in general, he is the Wikipedia of babes. You or know. Or tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Uh, can you talk I about the women? Do it. Yeah, you would. Can All you right, talk about later. the women whose careers were ruined by the directors Neville Dean and Taylor? He is specifically mentioning Bai Ling, Amy Smart, and Allison Lohman. What do you think of this? You think oh. their careers are ruined by uh, these guys? Because these guys, what are they produced? What are they made? Let's take a look here because I so, got it. Yeah, you saw you saw their IMDb earlier. What, what sort of career trajectory was Amy Smart on before she made two movies? Uh, what are you talking about? She was with, in that movie with Chris Klein and Anna Faris. That was an absolute hit. Oh. You know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, you know the one I'm talking about. Come on Election. now. Election. What? Election. No. She was in that movie, Just Friends. No. Oh, that's right. Come on! It's like one of you own that. You own that, Howard. Anyways, I mean, Allison Lohman is just kind of like a Pam Beasley type actress. She's like, uh, what is it like? Uh, is Amy Smart, uh, Pam Beasley actress, Jenna Fisher, Amy Fisher. She just kind of falls under that trajectory. Uh, she's lovely enough. There's a lot of YouTube uh, slideshows of her. And, you know, that's just kind of how, you know, like there's a Malcolm in the Middle slideshow. I don't know if you saw that, Howard, when I was looking at this Allison Lohman one. Uh, I don't know. Rich is in love with her for whatever reason. I don't know if she's also with a Maroon 5 guy or not. But uh, I think once you, you know, there's just a certain trajectory in uh, adult female actresses. And it's, uh, it's discriminative for sure. But, again, what do you think about Bai Ling? Well, again, she well, seems to have everything. So here's my problem is I'm trying to find what movie they made with Bai Ling in it. It's Crank and Crank 2, dude. She was in those. She was in oh, those. Are you right. serious? She was a that's prostitute. She's an escort. The lady of the night. I'm used to her having more prominent roles. <laughs> you like Bai Ling uh, and those hard-hitting what roles. What a talent. What a yep. talent. 
You like her in like French expressionist films. Oh, I loved her in Southland Tales. <laughs> now that's a smart film. Now that is a smart film. So I don't agree with Rich that these women's careers were ruined. Alison Lohman, Amy Smart. Amy Smart, you know, you, it's not that Amy Smart was a bad actress. I mean, I already said in the last, ep, you know, in a recent episode, you know, despite being 40, you know, this is really big of me to say, she's a woman in her 40s, and yet I think she's still beautiful. Isn't that weird? I don't know how you could think that. I mean, I guess just I'm just an ally. Howard, As of so. today, I have no more nephew. Oh, come on, Howard. Come on. Uh, but my, my final take... <laughs> my final take on Amy Smart is there's Anna Ferris already, and there can be only one. So Anna Ferris, Amy Smart, you know... I know you think Brittany Brittany Murphy's passing would have left an opening for one of them, but uh, for both of them, but no, it just doesn't work that way. I'm sorry, Rich. Amy Amy Smart, nothing against you, but you're no Anna Ferris. Uh, <laughs> well, she got the CBS sitcom, so she did win. You know, she did win. Well, she lost Chris Pratt. Mm. That's I mean, a win where I come from. Yeah, that's a win. You know what? She lost a closeted Republican. That is definitely a win. What? <laughs> Hey, Chris Pratt, why don't you go pray on this? You're divorced. <laughs> Burned. That's, that's a burn right there, I have to say. Yep. Uh, Sleeves asks us two questions. Ugh. What's wrong with Sleeves? I don't know. He's a great guy. Mm. He's yeah. a great man. I, I love Sleeves. He's a great man. We need to have him on the show sometime. I'd go as far as saying that. But uh, he's asking... Um, Let's see. How did you get cum in your ears? Why did it take all day to get out? And are you guys going, are you guys dressing up for Halloween? Okay, that's a two-parter. So I'll start with the second half of that. Sure, uh, me too. Last year, for Halloween, I said, let's go as Bill and Ted. And I dressed as Bill, uh, Alex Winter's character, and you dressed as Ted Bundy. Yeah, I thought uh, Ted Bundy was the right Ted in this situation. It turned out, uh, even though he was the wrong Ted, it was also the wrong Ted of who I was thinking of because I googled Ted who killed woman and it came up Ted Bundy, but I really wanted to be Ted Kennedy. <laughs> okay, I'm glad it wasn't Ted Mosby. That is the least ethical of Ted's. <laughs> so that is uh, Josh Radner. And not a friend of the show. Enemy of the state. Enemy of the show. <laughs> Enemy of the show with Roger Ebert. Uh, God rest his soul. Yeah. And yeah. R.I.P. Ebert, but. R.I.P. But you know, not a friend after what you said no. about Ryan Dunn. No. You know, you just can't do that. And so you had to come in your ears earlier, and I thought that was grotesque. I told you to do something, and you didn't listen to me. Well, I couldn't listen to you because there was all the cum in my ears. Okay. Okay. How did this happen? Trying to join the Why Yourself Suck Squad or something? Uh, I mean, how does it ever happen? <laughs> does it ever happen? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. It just sounds like it's happened more than once for you. It's always happening to me. It's always I've been conducting a number of cum-based experiments. Do you remember the movie The Abyss? Uh, I recall The Abyss, yes. Do you remember the goo that they have to breathe? <laughs> I remember Flubber. I don't remember The Abyss that well. I mean, like what, Ed Harris is in that? 
Yeah, there's a part where they have to go out into uh, the depths, but it's so deep that their lungs will get collapsed from the pressure. Uh huh. So they have to breathe in this fluid. <laughs> Are you doing this for what reason then? What were you doing? Well, I'm glad you asked that. You've been hearing all the news lately about global warming. Yeah. The Earth is going to flood. <laughs> That's not funny, Howard. Well, if it's going to happen, then the only people who are going to survive are those who are most adapted to life in the bottom of the sea. Oh, good God, no. You are not turning this into a science experiment. You can't validate. I'm going to save the planet. <laughs> I mean, by letting we, yeah. everyone breathe my cum in the sea. <laughs> Oh, God, you are repugnant. You really are. You are Dude. the living end, Howard. You are the living end. Great band. <laughs> Terrific band. <laughs> Anyways, I would like to move on to the next question. I would, uh, too. Okay. Uh, what is your best public transportation story? That is by Teach, who's not black like you thought. Not that it matters. I don't see color. Teach, by the way, brought up a Jim Grabowski sign on Monday Night Raw. And him and his boy were yelling, uh, see a piff. To Roman Reigns, leukemia, survivor, hopefully, uh, to, to bend over to see, to see his bulge. It was, uh, you know, I thought it was very progressive of them. Because, you know, we like to objectify the divas, but they objectified the hunks. As long as someone's getting objectified, I'm happy. <laughs> so, so best, do you have a public transportation story? I got one. Well, I do. Of course, I've got a number of public transportation stories, but probably the most notable one is the time that I was in uh, Boston, and I ended up uh, being the engineer of an MTA train for several hours. What? Get out of here. Sure. No. Yeah. I was, I was trying to find the bathroom. No. And they told me there was no bathroom in the train. So I went to the very front, and there was a door, and I opened it up, and there was some scrawny little guy in there. So <laughs> I cracked him over the head, and I pissed all over, and then I realized I had to make the next stop. <laughs> oh, no. So what'd you do? So, uh, so I stopped, and then I... Is Spider-Man toot it with your jizz, Howard? How'd you, uh, how'd you do it? I, you just slowed I it down was, the train? I was... I was in the engine room. Oh, you're not trained MTA. Oh, I thought, again, Spider-Man 2. trained train man, you were going to say? Okay, you're not a trained conductor? I've done You're not Denzel? Yeah, I am a lot like Denzel. You're not Denzel. He did two train movies. Did he do Under Siege 2? I don't think he did Under Siege at all. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. My best know. public, my best public transportation story was just one day after work. I'm waiting for the bus like a jabroni, and there's a, a kind of a weird hobo type there, just kind of talking. I don't know if they were kind of his friends, but kind of drifters, and is uh, is just chatting, just kind of like pretty again a chill dude. All of a sudden, he he like pulls down his shorts, like, hey, look. Look at what the stripper gave me, and he's showing like like this woman's panties, but like he's pulled down his shorts long enough, you could clearly see his dick, and like it was not like Wait, it was like 
He's was like, wearing her panties. Yeah, he's wearing his panties. Like, no, he's like, I'm not trying to. Sh-. And he was like, and it was like accidental. He's like, oh, I'm not trying to show my dick. I'm just like showing the panties she gave me. You know, like to do that, he had to show his dick. There was no other way, you know, as well, because it couldn't fit in. Respect. <laughs> of course he would. Of course he would. And it, but it was weird. It was like kind of like purple greenish. It was like there was like a bruise there or something. Just something wasn't right his there. Dick was. <laughs> something was something wasn't right. You know that scene in Billy Madison where that guy. Is, I already is, know what happened. Yeah, where the guy falls and like, do you see his balls? And they're like, they're weird. They're this is this is that scene essentially. No, you know. I know exactly what happened. I put the whole case together. <laughs> did we crack another case, Howard? I, I think so. This is what was happening. This guy. <laughs> what did this guy look like? First of all. Uh, he actually looked like uh, the late uh, James Shepard the second, or yeah. Okay, so kind yes. of a crazy, kind of a Marty Janetti looking guy with blonde hair instead. Somebody who's been around the road. Somebody who's definitely been around the road. Yeah, well, that is for sure. This fellow has probably been in a bit of a dry spell for a while. Okay. So he was mighty excited, and they were just doing some dry humping. Uh-huh. It dry-amped him so hard he got chafed and bruised. Oh, and yeah, that makes sense. And tore up his underwear, so she had to give him her pair. <laughs> you cracked the case. He cracked That's another the case. only thing that makes sense. Yeah, that really, really does in my book. So, uh, final question. Bert gave us a three-parter. Bert's a good guy. I would never say it to his face, but he's really a great person. I know this guy. You know this guy. Come on. So... Got three questions. Boom. Who has the strongest film catalog? Happy Madison, Broken Lizard, or Mike Myers? Oh. Oof. Easy. Just like throws like three comedy legends? Yeah, well, okay. Broken Lizard is great. Except yeah. that their body of work is very small. It's very small. It's very small. I, I mean, it's yeah, they... Made- what yeah. three movies since Super Troopers? They made a little more than that, but yeah, not many. No, they've made they've made quite a few, but you no, know. they haven't. Okay, really? enough. No, have they? I don't know. Tell me. They have. They have. They did like that fake waiting they, one. Oh, you I know. didn't see that one. You seen Waiting though, right? With Ryan no, Reynolds? Of course not. Of course not. No, Ryan Reynolds, enemy of the show. Enemy of the show. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Uh, th- yeah, they did the fake waiting. They did uh, the beer fest. Yeah, I uh, did see that, and I saw yeah. Club Dread. Club Dread. Uh, that you know, no, you're right. They didn't. They haven't done a lot of movies. They've yeah. done like six. I take it back. <laughs> I take it back. They did a movie called Puddle Cruiser. I guess that was during like the American mm-hmm. Pie trend. Like, yeah, like when American yeah. Pie came out, like there had to be like a bunch of offshoot movies of American Pie like that of are course. similar. I'm not talking about Euro American trip. Pie presents Naked Mile. Yeah, I'm talking like you said, Euro Trip and things like that, you know? Yeah. Scotty doesn't know. Hell of a film. So, uh, a friend Hell of friend of the film. show, uh, Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah. She was the- She was big in the Hillary campaign, did you know that? Yeah, she got her elected. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. So, okay, we both agree then. Uh, it has to be Happy Madison. Just so much content. Mm, well, Mike Zohan? Myers. Mike Myers was an inglorious bastard. That's true. That is true. That's I mean, a heck of a film. you're really not going to ever top uh, the International Man of Mystery. No. So, so I guess just like 
you know, you could go for, for, you know, quantity or you could go for quality. That's, I guess that's the answer there. And I'm going for quality. And I'm a okay. Mike Myers man. All right. The day I die. And Great. shame on you if you're not. All right. Next question he had is, what's ha- what has been your best in real life celebrity encounter? So we can't count Twitter in this. I know you met Tony Shalhoub once, right? Well, I saw Tony Shalhoub. That's still pretty good. That's better than, that's better than a lot of people. It was uh, an honor to meet a man who starred opposite Mark Wahlberg. And Jennifer Lawrence. She was in an episode of Monk. Oh, okay. Bing it. Bing it. Bing it, baby. Uh, my best, I mean, man, it's lame. It's so lame. It's like something some doofus in Brooklyn would say, but, like, it it was that kind of night. It was uh, some Vulture Comedy Fest party, and Questlove was there, and uh, I was taking an elevator with him and just literally two other people, you know? So it was just like, of course, the guy I'm with, kind of a friend, sort of, and he's just there. Oh, man, I love your show. Like, he's kind of like uh, an Eric Andre-looking dude. Had a fro like Questlove. And, he's, I mean, I guess it wasn't really my encounter. I didn't really say much to him. But it was just like Questlove giving his afro pick to, to my sort of friend. So, I guess my best, not my best encounter, uh, it was with Sarah Silverman. who oh, uh, the just famous. Who, uh, you weren't there. It was at the Vulture Comedy Fest, so I guess I'll talk about it now. I wanted to wait. you sure loved that thing. I was, I saw, um, I mean, I got all these passes for it, so what, you know, what am I going to use my my little clout for, but not to mingle and get us over with, uh, With you know. the the big names. Exactly, exactly. I saw, what's his face? The guy who's not Sugar Ray. You know what I'm talking about? Ethan Hawke. The guy who's not Sugar Ray is how I mentioned Ethan Hawke. So no, so Sarah Silverman was doing her uh, was doing her set, and um, you know she starts talking about jerking off, and it was to do a set about like you know how you know if women you know can't get abortions or like you know m- you know if women can't get birth control then men should be like you know there there should be some surgical procedure to do to men to like get back at them for you know. For supplying us with sperm, what for supplying them with sperm, whatever sure. it was. She's like, so when you jerk off, she's like, how do you jerk off? And I'm just like, oh great, of all the people, of course. I'm, I'm being asked how I jerk off. She's like, you know, you're jerking off. I'm like, oh, I just, I just nut on a sock and just go to bed. What's, what am I, what am I going to do? You know, you gotta, you gotta go to bed before you're too depressed to stay up all night. You know, that's true. So. I'm just saying, yeah, I just nut in a sock, you know, whatever, no big deal. So then she starts pantomiming, jerking off me, what's supposed to be me, little Frankie Lombardo, jerking off onto my own foot, you know, and I'm there with family. I'm there with family, you know? You know, it was just my sister and her and her work associates, but still, she's pantomiming me, jerking off onto my own foot. Uh, no, sweetie, I don't jerk off while the sock's on my foot. Uh, that's dumb, you know? He's like, do you do a clean sock, an old sock? Like... Like, dude, Jason bigs it. Like, like, don't drag Jason into this. Like, how dare you? Did she actually bring Jason Biggs into it? She that? said, do you, do you American pie it? So, that like, is. when he was jerking off in the, in, in the opening. But, so, so you know, that, that's fine. You want to come after me, that's fine. You know, ridicule my masturbation habits. But then what does she do? Years later now, she defends Louis C.K. And saying, yeah, he jerked off in front of me and it was consensual it, it was fine but god forbid i asked to jerk off in front of her that's, that's a crime right then i'm going to jail wow sounds like the socks really on the other foot now 
Yes. Yes, it that is. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. I think Sarah Silverman might have another agenda. Oh, what's that? Well, I'm not sure, but it don't mention George like Soros, please. She, because that could get really anti-Semitic really fast, and yeah. we can't alienate the little audience we have. George Soros, friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the show, <laughs> good guy. I think that man is so confused and old. <laughs> like he doesn't know anything. He doesn't know shit. <laughs> they just like I guess like his handlers just like donate once in a while, <laughs> and maybe somebody tries to explain like, oh, they're saying you're doing this. What? <laughs> Who? You're funding the deep state. Who? The false flags. Oh no, that's te- he's like Uncle Leo at this point. George <laughs> Soros is Uncle Leo. Jerry, hello. Oh, oh, no, no, Jerry's a, the, my park ranger nephew. That's George Soros now. He's not in this planet. And we got Scott Felsenberg, enemy of the show. Big you know, time enemy. Big time enemy. You know, a guy who used to, like, text me nonstop about his conservative conspiracies, you know, and, he's, and he, he never talked about George Soros. Like, hey, no, that's serious. Don't make fun of that. It's like, don't make fun of, like, that's like his faith. Like, don't make fun of his beliefs, you know. Well, so. that's very true. You never should make fun of a man's beliefs. Even, even if they're super racist. Especially then. Yeah. Because then he's going to keep talking to you about it. Exactly. Well, so I guess Bert's final question is, can you describe in vivid and graphic detail, this is for you, Ugh. what your bed smells like? Why is this for me? We sleep in the same bed. <laughs> we do. Okay. Fair enough. We do sleep in the same bed. and I, I guess that makes people feel uncomfortable, but... I mean, it smells. It smells all right. I don't think it smells too bad. I don't think it smells that bad. I mean, look, look. Any under any uh, sheets, you will find uh, Doritos crumbs. Find me one bed that doesn't have its share find of crumbs. One crumbless bed. <laughs> Impossible. 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 No. And are, are there various things that we can't identify? Of uh, course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, Bill Nye, uh, do you want to identify them for us? Because we don't have the time to be really paying attention to that kind of stuff, dude. Like, come on. Get real. Don't shame us. Don't shame us. It's the, not fun. The important thing about our beds is we can keep a lot of things in it. That's right. A lot of goodies are underneath this mattress. I know that much. A lot of goodies and a few baddies as well. Oh, Okay, well, there's a few magazines that belong in a museum, I feel like, but regardless. Uh, sex museum. Sex museum, yeah, shit, that's right. Might as well be in a sex museum. So, Might as well I, jump. I, I, you know, I mentioned Bill Nye, so speaking of nerds, that's the transition. Uh, Maitland Ward, you might remember her as the redhead in Boy Meets World in the later seasons. Do you remember her, Uncle Howard? Sure, I do. Foxy little number. She she was she she is a a, a gorgeous uh, young young woman. Well, she's forty mm, again. 41. So that's forty one. Wow. Just like Amy Smart. Just like Amy Smart. Wow, that's weird. That is weird. But anyways, weird this stuff. This woman, Maitland Ward, uh, she claims. Now, despite being very attractive, despite having a Twitter feed filled with cleavage photos, uh, foot photos, uh, I mean, she's on a wiki feed. A lot of nice She's got a, a lot of a wiki feed a entries. Lot of fans. You want to read that comment? I do. 
please read the first comment on WikiFeet. I mean, Jesus, Harold Christ. I mean, well, the, the one I have right here. Yeah, 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 of course. The, the one that, in my opinion, is one of the most beautifully written things I've ever read in my entire life. I'm not the biggest fan of fishnets. My preference is fully fashioned, seamed stockings. But I do appreciate a shapely pair of feet and legs. In fact, I own an 8x10 framed gloss pick of Marilyn Monroe and fishnets. What Bib60 said about those arches? Very lovely woman. It is still worthy of a hashtag stocking feet. So, bedheads, what I want you to do is every beautiful woman who you think is worthy of it, just tweet at her hashtag stocking feet. Let's get this trending worldwide. Oh, good grief. What a comment. What a comment. I mean, and of course this guy, you know who he has as his, I mean, I know this is his back. Uh, he has Roman Reigns as his avatar. Yeah, the he big dog. The big dog. You know, I'm glad, even though his favorite wrestler has leukemia, and we're Roman Reigns fans. We like Roman. We're big fans. The big dog. The big, you know? He's not the good guy. He's not the bad guy. He's, he's the, the guy. He's the guy. Yeah. So that's, that's just cool. That is just cool. Yeah, that is cool. That's like, whoa, you can't. Yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. care. You know, yeah. so that's, he's that's the best. Say what you will. Yeah, he is cool. He is cool. Then he, after he wrestles, he paintballs with his friends in that sick gear he wears. So I, like, like, I like the move where he grabs his fist. <laughs> what does he do? He grabs it and then he jumps, punches. Well, he jerks it a little bit. He jerks yeah, the he fist. Yeah, he does jerk his fist a little. Well, that's bit. how that's how you get a, the, the blood flowing through there, man. Yeah, that's smart. That's yeah. smart. And so, then so this, he does the jump fist. Yeah. So stupid move. <laughs> yeah. So Maitland Ward, she claims we really went off track to be a nerd, despite bikini photos, cleavage photos, probably dating a hunk or married to a hunk. And, and yet she's a nerd because she's the queen of cosplay and she has a David, a sexy David S. Pumpkins uh, Halloween costume. You gotta well, be kidding me. If that's a nerd? We gotta, do we gotta stuff her in a locker, Howard? I don't, you know where this show's anti-nerd. I'm sorry. We are strongly anti-nerd on this podcast. In fact, that is... We are the only podcast that has book-burning fundraisers where you pay us money and we burn some books. I mean, who needs those But just besides a bunch of bird brains anyway? Bunch right? of eggheads. Ugh, eggheads. You know, is she an egghead? She put on a fo- she had a photo where she's wearing glasses. Like, Ugh. Uh, like uh, you can't read well? Uh, I'm sorry there. Hey, four eyes. Uh, what's the matter? Deaf perception off? Ugh. <laughs> like, get a clue, man. It's embarrassing. I'm sorry. Like, I just think it's embarrassing. Like, you know, I would have never known she was a nerd. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's not, It's not. you know, that she's a nerd. I mean, yeah, that, that you know, that, that is what's bothered me, actually. She's a, what? You just she could have got she, that much. She could have pretended she wasn't, and I would not have known. That's the scary part. There's people who could be nerds, and we that don't know. You would never know. You would never know. Like, what, what if we find out it's, Roman Reigns is a nerd? What if some of our listeners are nerds? No, no. Impossible. That Please can't stop. Be. Please stop. I don't want to think about that. 
I don't. Too horrible to consider. It is. It is a, a gross thing. And, you know, I was thinking, you know, back to this Roman Reigns thing. It is sad. The man has leukemia, and, and we do hope he's fine. That's the Owen Hart voice. Yes, but, uh, very serious. Uh, you know, there's that Chris Jericho cruise, that rock and wrestling rager at sea that set sail in three days. Uh, Ron Tool of Ron Tool uh, Talent, Talent Agency. He revealed, he claims, <clears throat> the bikini count is not at 35%, like Jericho said. He says it's at a staggering 7%. That's not a lot of bikinis. That's scarcely any bikinis at all. So with Roman Reigns not doing well, the bikini count in the single digits of percent. It's not a coincidence. Wrestling no. fans are busy staying at home praying for Roman Reigns. I don't know if the numbers have to reflect Roman Reigns. I think it's the fact that this cruise should not be leaving shore. I'm sorry. Like I don't, I don't know what to tell those people, but... I mean, who wants to even, how can you drink a margarita on a cruise to the Bahamas knowing full well what Roman Reigns has to go through now? Well, the babes are speaking. You've heard of people speaking with their wallets while they're speaking with their bikinis. Oh, they are speaking with their keys, and they are not showing up. We're not showing up. The babes aren't showing up. In fact, I'm going to go so far as to say the Jericho Cruise is the... Saudi Arabia WWE show of the sea. <laughs> it, is. it is. It really is. It's unethical. It's unethical at this point, and, and it's, I just can't fathom why they would do this at this point. I mean, I, I just, you know, if I, if I was one of the boys, tasteless. I would just say, you know what, I, I'm staying on shore. I'm staying on land. I'm a land lover here. You know, I'm not yeah, going. I'm not going. Great. It's really... Ugh, whatever. Maybe I mean, we can talk some sense into some of the boys. Maybe we can. We'll tweet them. Yeah. So, Uncle Howard, I've been subbing lately. I've been a substitute teacher now for I've two been weeks. I've doming lately. Oh, gross. Obvious, but yes. And let me tell you, man, it kind of sucks. The students dab on me. You be- do you know what that is? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I do. It's it's a bit much this job and and I you know the teachers are babes but they don't respect me because I'm a sub uh, and there's this weird uh, social strata stratification of uh sir, you just can't there's nobody to talk to I I mean I'm in, I'm in my class all day essentially eating lunch by myself it's uh actually very depressing I don't know why this is a topic but uh, how how very ironic that the worst bullying going on in our public schools. Is at the hands of the teachers. Yeah. I can't talk to some of these teachers who are babes. Like, I got nothing to talk to them about, you know? it's That's really you the tragedy here. never have anything to talk to babes about. <laughs> I do. I've spoken to a lot of women. Now, do I tell them I've ridden a limo before? Yes. Is that lying? Yes. I've never been in a limo. Sue me. Have you? I've driven a limo. <laughs> That's not being in a limo, my friend. That is not being in a And I just want to be I was not someday. doing it as a job. I had stolen that limo. Who are you, Logan? Yes. Oh. Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky. <laughs> you have your Logan, we have ours. <laughs> Who else could we be referencing? Logan Lucky. It's a hell of a film, is it? Uh, Kylo Ren and uh, Channing oh. Tatum? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 
all you could ever want. All you could ever want. There's no other Logan than cinema. No. No. That's for nerds. That's if you know, if you know who that is, nerds. Ugh. ugh. Somebody tried asking me about Marvel movies in school today, and, and they, yeah, they reference it like it's a real thing in history. Like, like, hey, remember when? Do you remember that? Like, they're talking about like Captain America used to be a scrawny nerd, and they explained well, everything he went through like it was a real event in history. Actually, well, it has to be. <laughs> no, no, Captain America is not legitimate, Howard. Well. If it wasn't, then how do they know how it happened? <laughs> yeah, huh? you got me there, chess mate. King you, huh? You got me. King Howard! King Howard! <laughs> it goes back to that. Oh, well, are, are we, are we, I mean, have we covered more or less everything, Howard? I feel as though you feel I've the completion? a lot of the high notes and most of the low. It's been quite the episode. Yeah. We've gone through quite a bit. I, I I it's have no Gunther updates. I have it's it's so tough to make a show. It's so tough. I don't I don't understand why why haven't I been given the money to do Gunther? You know, Bugman's gone viral and I'm not mad at the Bugman. I'm just saying where where's I I want some action now. Once Franklin go viral. Daddy not the viral you're thinking. First. <laughs> What's that? Daddy eats first. I thought you used to say Howie eats first. Well, Cody Rhodes stole that line. Oh, lame. Lame, that's a nerd. Nerd. No, Cody's allowed club. Cody Rhodes made a tweet where he compared his Bullet Club confidants to characters from Harry Potter. And that was a mistake on his that's, part. That's a mistake. That's, that's an abomination. Not an abomination like the bumper sticker you had on the Miata. Oh, that was very funny. That was very funny. <laughs> it was very funny. Anyways, I think you can find us. I think. I know you can find us on Twitter, Bug TV, at BugTVFranklin and at Miata Guy for you. You guys, we got stickers. We got t-shirts. The stickers are free if you want to throw some cash our way. By we all means. cash, but you get it if you want it either way. That's... Yeah. And... Yeah. Yeah, we got a t-shirts. I think more more merchandise is in the works for all six of you. <laughs> um, and we are on SoundCloud. We SoundCloud. iTunes. iTunes. Uh, Stitcher. I think maybe we're on yeah. Stitcher. Are we're we on, on Stitcher. Are we on for sure? Okay, we're on. We're on for sure, I think. Whatever. We, there are, for some reason, a bunch of people stole our name from us. So I know! Pillow Talk with How many? Franklin and Uncle Howard. We Guys, please rate us. Yeah. yeah. Rate five stars. stars. That's the only way we're going to be the first one. And, like, what are most yeah. of these Pillow Talks? You know what? Before we close the show, what I, I want to see what the Pillow Talk I, podcast is. Are they all sex-related? I they got to like, be all, like, nerd sex where it's like, hey... If you feel good with your partner, you should give it a shot. Kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, God. Let's see. This one on Twitter. Welcome to Pillow Talk Podcast with your host, Big in Mexico. He's got he's got 40 followers, mm. by the way. <laughs> Nick Rodriguez and Bill Heron. He's got 100 followers. I'm a Chicago guy raising a family in the most dangerous city in America. Sounds like a sitcom, right? Also, half of the brain trust behind the Pillow Talk podcast. Jesus Christ, these guys suck. This is, these guys have Pillow Podcast on 
on freaking on Twitter. This is this is what we have to deal with. <laughs> this is lame. What they're at this pillow is lame. podcast. They're at pillow. Don't plug them, but yes, they are like the first thing that shows up. Bad when I look up pillow talk podcast. Destroy them. <laughs> destroy them. Oh, I live in the most dangerous city in the world, Chicago. Is that oh, a yeah. sitcom? Well, we live in Fort Myers, bitch. Come get us. <laughs> Come get us. It's a long drive. <laughs> it is a long drive. Uh, let me look at the other Pillow Talk podcast. This one has, yeah, let's see, the official Twitter account for Bonnets and Do-Rags, a Pillow Talk podcast. Ugh. What? Only 300 followers. Again, I have more than them. You will someday as well. Yeah, uh, maybe. It's an African-American. Is that an African? It's a black woman. Um, Afro-American. <laughs> thank you, Kramer. <laughs> thank you, Kramer. It's not even racist. That's the strange. That's the weirdest part about all this. He was right. He was not racist. <laughs> and it was weird. That's the strangest yeah. part about it. It was weird. So yeah, yeah, he didn't lie at all. He didn't lie at all. You know, he, he's a good guy. You know. So I think we'll end the show on saying thank you, Michael Richards. And if you still think, no, I don't want to say if you still think Michael Richards is a racist, go fuck yourself. But if you haven't learned to forgive Michael Richards, go fuck yourself. That's kind of bull. I don't want to close on that. You could you could be mad at Michael Richards, people. Who who should go fuck them? Roger Ebert. Hey, Roger Ebert, go fuck yourself. Can we agree on that? Hey, Michael Richards, go fuck yourself too. While we're at it. I want to go. No, just who cares? All right, fuck it. <laughs>